You're listening to the Free Your Mind podcast. Join Moya and Kumo every other Wednesday as they share their unfiltered views and debate on topics with guests from issues making the headlines to topics generating buzz in the group chats. Make sure to share the episode with a friend and rate us if you enjoyed it. Why don't you give us a follow on Twitter at GCR Free Your Mind? And of course, you can listen to all our episodes on our website, listen to GCR.com. Just go to shows and you will find Free Your Mind and everything related on there. The next episode starts now. Hello, guys. Welcome to the second episode, episode two, season five. My name is Kobo. I'm here. I'm here with my ever young baby girl, always a baby girl, co-host Maya. Maya Wagwan, what's up? Hi guys, how is everybody? I hope everybody's fine. I'm tired, but we move. Everybody's tired, man. Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. I know, I know. It's so tiring, man. Everybody said, apart, like, on top of this whole um, pa- parallelogram, I don't want to call it pandemic because it's so stressful that, like, I feel like I get, yeah, I feel like I get some relief if I call it a different name. It's so stressful on all of us, but yeah. Um, we are good. We are still recording remotely. Um, yeah, um, from home, it's a Sunday. Yeah, let's get into it quickly. So, yeah, they've got the vaccines <laughs> almost 600,000 of them. And, um, you know, this vaccine, you know, I was asking my friend, there's 600,000 that they've got. Is this 600,000 divided by two, or like the 600,000 contains the two doses? Because that's very important for me. <laughs> yeah, Charlie, it's true. It's true. I think that like that's a small that's like a very interesting question. I didn't see them I, I didn't see them saying it's everybody I think that they want to do like the first round and then maybe like ask other um consignments, let me use consignments, come in, they would go like the second round. Because they have like a list of people that are going to um get the Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, they are going to get a vaccine. And they've listed them in, like, the news. I think that the presidents, the frontline workers, some pastors and all of that. We are not going to get into who is going to get a vaccine because you know how people move already. You don't want to delve into that. We want to... <laughs> you are laughing, eh? We want to get into the article that said Ghana is receiving it as part of the World Health Organization Global Sharing Scheme. So I think that the WHO has brought out like a framework to make sure that everybody gets the vaccine. There are three types of vaccines actually. I think that is like the third one. and the least. Okay. Is it the least? Is it the least potent? Yeah, I think that's the least potent amongst them. Um, the, the one that is like yep. very highly potent. Yeah. But before I get the article, are you going to? take the vaccine if you get the opportunity to oh definitely yes i didn't tell like my parents like if i think they have like underlying health conditions and if they are going to be part of it like the list like i would really encourage them to take it and i'm taking it as a well. i 
understand that there are some concerns in terms of how fast it was you know, developed. But what people forget is that COVID was actually in the system before this new variant COVID-19 came. So obviously there was research on the COVID. There was research going on with regards to creating a COVID vaccine even before COVID-19 came about. So yeah, that's a one. Two, World Health Organization to an extent, because I still believe like this world is very shady, but the WHO to an extent would not share something that would possibly cause like a serious like poisoning effect against a lot of people. So that's the second reason. And my third reason is that like if you do your research into it, like all these like theories like it will change your DNA. Like people please like this is not a poisoning, a sci-fi movie. Like but that, the thing that passed that crisis, do you? Look, like, I went into, like, my old home that, like, they were, like, I really tried to convince them, but they were like, no, it's going, it, they won't take it because it's going to change their DNA. Like, I was like, I don't do bad with you, guy. Are you daft? Like, <laughs> because, like, I think what is, what people are doing is when I researched, basically, some of the, um, what's the name? Some of the vaccines are actually protein based, if I'm not, and I think maybe based off of that, some people are really just getting some things out of their ass or whatever. Just they just admit you guys just if you don't want to take the the vaccine, that but then just be careful if you don't take the vaccine. That's my own thing. But I will take the vaccine. I just wish we did not have the vaccine. We had the Pfizer vaccine. That's my only thing. That's the only thing that I'm worried about. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that I share your sentiment. I'm also going to take the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, why why should it be a big deal? Like, see, and I think that the thing that people are missing is our generation is sort of like the first line bearers of this COVID um, vaccines. So, Charlie, just go and take it. These things have been have tested. You know that they are like I've 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 read online on how like vaccines work, and it makes sense. Like trying to replicate the disease and then getting your body to respond if like the actual disease comes in the white people that is it about to kill us is it not this that same religion that you are, you are chopping people's money on is it not their religion that they brought to you so what are you saying buff religious yes i feel the same with not just like being a muslim or a christian but even the traditional african religion like you need not apply wisdom and common sense but basically that just to make sure that like you are not being misled because we've had you know, stories of fake religious leaders, you just need to make sure that, like, you are aware of what you are, you know, following. Because at the end of the day, you have to follow your religious text and that alone, because that's what's going to take you to your, how do you call it, the kingdom, the heaven, whatever your afterlife, not these religious people. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, a quick one into that. And um, there was an interesting part of the article that I realized. I think we just brushed through this quick. They said that, let me, and I read, uh, well, what is it? Um, they said the COVID, I'm looking for it. Um, yeah, a flight carrying 600,000 doses of AstraZeneca coronavirus vaccine has arrived in Ghana as part of global efforts to immunize the world's poorest people. <laughs> Uh, quick one, quick one. Before we move on to the next segment, Maya, do you think you are poor? <laughs> Let me tell you, I mean, like, a few was up, like, two or three. I'm not even in my family was up because I hate this whole thing. 
when this thing came up, come and see my class was a this very left word. How can you say we are poor? How can you say we are different? Well, no, I don't think we are poor, but if you're looking at this scale of things, <laughs> we will fall like I'm not saying we are poor, please we don't have anything, but I feel like we cannot afford to purchase the vaccines as other countries can unless we use the COVID relief fund. But we all know where that COVID relief fund has gone into the pockets of politicians. I don't think that yeah, we don't. Because we are not the poorest, but I don't think we they hold like the way other countries they hold for us to be able to afford these things. And if we truly we did, we did have we did have that type of money, we would have procured the Pfizer vaccine, in my opinion, because. The, the reason why they are giving it to us is based of yeah, based of what our government is giving them, the information our government is giving them. Because I don't think they'll pull, we are poor out of anywhere. Like there has to be some information that our government is giving. Because if we if we really were not poor, our government would step up and be like, you know what, we can afford the Pfizer vaccine instead of the Oxford vaccine. So please give us the Pfizer vaccine. But our government didn't say that. They welcomed their offer vaccine with open arms. They did not also use the COVID relief fund. So, Charlie, like, we are not poor, but like, yeah, that's where we are right now. And as much as, like, it's an outrage, like, we really just have to take what we have because we kind of do need the vaccines. Like, we do need the vaccines. And it sucks that, like, that's how they see us. But, yeah, Charlie. Plus, in relation to, like, the type of vaccine they gave us, it's less potent, I think, as Kumu said. But then... I think looking at the way we have been affected by the virus, it hasn't been as much as the others because of input, the sun, and where we are, blah, 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 blah. So maybe they feel like we don't need, like, input the potent, <laughs> the, the most potent, like, vaccine. But again, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a medical professional. So you need to go a medical professional in the next But you know, yeah. Oh, me, the only thing I have to say with this is when you check the Maslow's concepts, theory of, um, 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 concept of theory or whatever they call it, Maslow's theory, yeah, when you check the first, like the basic needs, yeah. when you check the life of a Ghanaian citizen and compare it to that basic needs, I think it's like food, shelter, security, yeah. and all of that. Yeah, it doesn't match up, so we broke, we broke. <laughs> <laughs> See, we are poor. We are poor people. I don't know why we don't want to accept that. It's like, eh, yes, we are poor, but you don't have to tell us. Like, yeah, the pride of it. Please, please, we are poor. We are poor. Till we realize that we are poor, eh, we'll move forward. See, <laughs> that's what you have been doing. Ghana is the gateway of Africa. Yeah, we pride ourselves. And then, then, nigga, we are poor. We are poor people. I don't know why we don't want to come out of that reality. It's like a bubble that we are in. We are poor, we are poor. But, I mean, it's, it's a good thing. At least you got, you got, you got 600,000 doses of vaccine for being poor. Imagine if you had to take money to go and buy it. Do you know how these people inflate this uh, cost and chop chop their money into their pocket and all of that? Yeah, we are getting it free of charge. I mean, that's some of the perks that comes with like, we are a broke, we are a broke nation. So yeah, <laughs> um, it's a good thing. It's a good thing that we are getting. We are getting these uh, back. Charlie Ghana, we are poor.
Hey there, I'm Mamiya from the MC Now podcast. We bring you the latest conversation with the most interesting people in town from the perspective of the youth, which you wouldn't want to miss. Find us on listen to gcr.com forward slash the MC Now pod or find us on all your favorite podcast platforms. Catch you later. Let's move on to the next segment, which is the tweet of the day. This tweet is from the Joseph Miracle at the Joseph Miracle on Twitter, and it says, "The generation of my circle cut you off. Mind your business." It's also the generation of crowdfunding. Retweet for me, and it it costs it costs sorry zero dollars to retweet my hustle. <laughs> this is a very this tweet actually really really caught my attention. It's a very interesting tweet um and a perspective from this user. Um he, he, I think that he's generally talking about um the kind of mindsets this millennial stroke gen Z generation has um where fundamentally Ghana or or the whole of Africa, so like Africa, Africans, Asians, and I think Latino Americans are seen as having a collective mindset, and like Western Europe and then America is seen as having an individualistic mindset. But then it looks like we are, or our generation in Ghana has this individualistic mindset, but then they don't realize that they need to have a collective mindset. I guess that's what this guy is trying to explain. Like, we need human beings. The thing I want us to discuss is, do you think that this generation is shifting from a collectivism ideology and embracing a, an individualistic ideology? Do you think that that is so? Even if you think that that's so, why do you think that is happening? You know, th- when I saw this, we talked like, wow, shake the table, shake it. In fact, yeah, we're yeah, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very funny because, like, we really want to be like, oh, I can do this by myself, like, I can do this, but we forget that. And I don't know if this is also the community we grew up in, but we kind of need to rely on each other to kind of move forward. But the extent of which we rely on that's for me my issue because, like, I remember when um, people were doing GoFundMe for different things, not just like with Marie. I think my first GoFundMe, which like my first GoFundMe that was like mm, I was thinking about was um, this girl in the UK kind of needed to do a GoFundMe for her parents, her father's death, her mother's death, because they could not afford like in expenses and stuff like that. And started doing it. Like a lot of people in the gaming community were very annoyed. Because they were like, she could easily have come to her family to get that kind of money. Why did she have to come out? And for me, I was like, oh, I see that, but at the same time, too, like, what if one, the money is not coming? And two, even if the money is not coming, like, do we necessarily have to, like, go to heaven and earth to, like, get a lot of money to, like, bury our parents? Yes, maybe once our parents be sent off, but, like, I don't think it should require like twenty thousand pounds. I don't know what I mean. Even though basically in the UK is very expensive, like I'm not going to take that away from them. It's just the extent to which we rely on people. That's my own thing. Like 
it's like I would love to help you, but I can't help everybody in the world. It's just very for me. It was just very funny. Like I just felt like, oh, I would love to help you, but it's not that I can't help everybody in the world. Because that when I was doing you know, like different GoFundMe things, I used to feel guilty like I couldn't give to somebody because I felt almost like I had to give to somebody like that kind of thing. So it's just how it made me feel and how like other people would want to donate to their GoFundMe. It's just it's just a weird thing because it's like you keep on saying I didn't need that, you didn't need your help, like you didn't need your help, like I can do this all by myself. But then they found it becomes like I'm in the I just, I don't know how you people see it, but I mean, that's how I always have like difficulties because like I want to help everybody at the same time. Can I help everybody? And should I even be helping everybody? And that's my thing. I know my, my kids are all over the place, but that's why sometimes I usually feel when it comes to like, not just GoFundMe, but any type of crowdfunding, like be of Momo or whatever the case may be, because it's almost like, you are helping one person, but so many different people need it. Like a billion people need to do this to a billion people need to bury their parents. And million people need to like do different things. But at the end of the day, we pick and choose who is like who deserves it the most. And that's what we do, like get me. I was even watching um a series like yesterday called New Amsterdam. And one of the doctors was talking about how when it comes to crowdfunding or like people like the people who get the most crowdfunding are the people who are the cutest. You can old man will not get as much money as compared to like a young person who like has like the same degrees as the old person. And he was trying to really like talk about how you can change crowdfunding from that aspect to like giving no matter the storyline, that kind of thing. And that was an interesting take on it as well. What do you think? It's a lot because you know the interesting thing is GoFundMe actually didn't even start as um, um like a sort of crowdfunding for this kind of relief it was actually for people who were running like like scientific projects or like tech deck to be able to crowdfund some monies to push them like it's not everybody would have investor like investor investments and all of that and over time it has become the go-to place to like gather money for some kind of help you see like especially this year like looking from the um, i think that the effects of the pandemic you realize that there are a lot of people who are like soliciting for funds we delve into like a particular case as we go on but then i want to go back to like the reasoning um do you think that people becoming realistic because the unit of family is breaking up or we are like there's a lot of urbanization let me try and explain more like when we used when we are growing up your neighbor could probably scold you outside because you are not wearing slipper or something i don't think that like that's happening now do you think that like with my example that i gave you think that those factors are playing a way in how we see ourselves as being a single unit rather than seeing ourselves like we need each other. I don't necessarily think so. I think the thing is as as like we grew up, like the whole like concept of like family is changing. Like correct me if I'm wrong. Whereas like in the past, like I know my mom used to live in like a compound house now compound houses are not as popular as they used to be so that kind of whole 
three families living like in one house where you can depend on each other is no longer the case now, especially in like the developed. Yeah, even now. even with even it's with com- people who are staying in compound houses now, they have self containers. Yeah, yes. So even though there are different houses in the house, everybody is like inside minding their business. Yeah, it's not like yeah, it's not like they are all coming to cook like dinner at the same time or Sunday mornings. So they are coming to watch like together or directly together. Like it's no longer the well, it's not as popular as it used to be in the past. And I don't know if that's what's taken away from it. Plus, also the fact that the youth are trying to be more independent and away from their family. Because, unfortunately, in Ghana, when family came to help you, they try to help you with an ulterior motive, or, or you kind of feel like you owe them, and they make you feel like you owe them once they help you, for example. Yeah. And when it comes to even like crowdsourcing, in families or crowdfunding in families. Like, I was talking about this, my friend recently was going to like, then was in, we had a funeral, then we kind of sort out in a family. And it's like, even if like, family collects money for me for like, my father's death, like, best believe I won't see that money. Like, unless I have to pay and jump to different hoops. Like, unless you give the money directly to me, the family is going to either keep it and like hold it on top of my head or I'm not going to see that money at all. So it's almost like people kind of feel like let me go somewhere else where I can get help without like not having any like strings attached to the money that is being given to me. But unfortunately it's almost as if like we are we are learning from like our parents and our our great grandparents and whatever because like now you've seen on Twitter like people are still trying to hold people like accountable or hold them to like explain themselves when it comes to the money that they get from crowdfunding, basically. And for me, I feel like you don't I, I don't know about your parents, for me, I feel like you don't need to like people don't need to hold you accountable for funding money unless it has to be like a job or where investors are like what's the name? Investors put money into your company or you are you are raising funds for like funding your business or something like that then maybe people will, may want to like see your progression but if it's like i'm sick do people know that sickness is like a personal thing like i guess i came to you to ask you for help when it came to like me but at the end of the day i wouldn't want to always come online and tell people like oh this thing didn't work out or oh, this thing worked out but like it's just, it's just weird how people want to hold each other accountable, even though we are trying to get away from like other people holding us accountable. That's like our but yeah, that's the way the world works. We look at a tangible help, like we have this thing where we want to look at the, the immediate help, like the value of someone is placed on how immediately the person can help me, like, like we don't look at the long term help someone can give you people are looking for like quick the quick the quick help like how valuable are you to them now the moment you are yeah the moment you are of no value now they are either as the guy said cutting you off or cancelling you but then the the moment it, it comes to a value that's important to them as he said retweet for my hustle a hustle is something i'm supposed to make money from so that one 
because I need a value from you as soon as possible. I need you to do that for me. And I feel like that in itself is is, is very selfish. The moment we, 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 we are able to acknowledge that not everybody would be of immediate uh, value to us now, but we should also help people without having a mindset that we need something in return. I think that everything would be okay. We necessarily don't have to have, that's an answer, we necessarily don't have to have a whole collective agenda because of the way the world is moving now. I mean, there will be some level of individuality, like the world is a global village and everything. But because of the way it's moving now, there will be some level of individuality because everybody has personal goals, personal needs. It's more of like, hey, what are you doing? Not like what your family is doing. And like more people are going away from that thing. Like, oh, I need to um, um, like be this. Or I, like, let's say maybe there's a family of doctors. Okay, so I need to be a doctor so that I'll hold the family names. Like people have parents who are doctors and like they are either creatives or lawyers or doing something way else from what they are doing. Like people don't have that responsibility now to their families. So I feel like there will be some level of individuality. But I think that we need to learn how to one give people help people without expecting something in return. If it comes fine. But the mindset should be that I am helping someone because I have the capacity to and I want to. And also too like looking past the value somebody is going to give us in that moment. The moment we put a value, a value figure around why you want to help someone, it becomes hard because the moment you want to do something for them, you're like, hmm, what's he trying to give me? What am I going to get? What's going to go on? Like, hey, what am I getting out of this? I'm not saying that entirely. It's bad. It's good that sometimes you want to know the value of certain things in respect to you, but sometimes. Like, just leave it. Let the universe work on all those. So, I, I guess that's what I have to say. Do you have anything you want to add? No, apart from the fact that I think before you, like, decide you want to, like, crowdfund, like, you really need to, like, especially in this kind of way, you really need to understand, like, what you are getting into and, like, all the things that come in there come out of the crowdfunding, like the fact that to an extent like people don't need to be held accountable for certain things. And you have to think about some of the things you said or did in the past and if you want those same things to like apply to you. For example, like if I ever said like, oh I want to be an independent woman and make my own money, then later on you come and explain me like crowdfunding for like um, money to like take my business to like the next level. Obviously like People will side I I I mean because you'll be like bro like this is a girl who's come to independence and everything. So you need to also like think about all the things that you've said or done in the past which may affect your crowdfunding because at the end of the day the streets aren't like nice to a lot of people. If they ever see something that comes with like your crowdfunding, it will be like an avenue for not bullying but like you're really going to go hard against you. So you really just need to are you this? Are you this? Are you you this? Yes. You this? This you? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, 
now. And I know that's like very like annoying to say because it's like when you are coming to crowdfund, it's usually like your last option because like people don't like to beg. Like unless you are somebody Charlie, that's Charlie, Charlie, passionate, Charlie. people don't like to beg. So mm-hmm. it's very annoying to say try to bring the right mental frame of mind before you crowdfund because that's your last option to like what other mental things are mine apart from and I'm just being very helpful. You need to make sure that you can withstand any, you know, conflict that arises based off like your crowdfunding like initiative. And yeah, that's just how it is. And shout out to like Timba for prayer because like in all the crowdfunding has been heard and like the like the backlash that comes with this, like she really holds her. Yeah, head she's been able to yeah, 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 account yeah. for every single thing. Account for things and like yeah, and even like, you know, kind of like have like a good discussion and like you know bring out like ways that will kind of like not be serious but kind of be serious her opponents if I should say so so yeah like I I think she's very inspired when it comes to this thing but yeah thank you for that yeah um talking about shout outs and crowdfunding I think we'll end it off with a very popular case um Taylor Marik Taylor Marik is a tailor it's a fashion designer, so you. It's a fashion designer based in Ankara who is known for his very stylish caftans and dresses. And um, yeah, he's on Twitter. I think that earlier this year he had an issue where his store and his staff got burnt. So um, people started crowdfunding for him. I mean, he came with his own issues, but. Um, he was able to get through it and uh, I think just recently he puts updates on the progress of his shop. He's been able to rebuild everything, get machines and everything and um, that was to the oneness of people. I think that that's one of the few nice things about this generation, I'm not going to lie. The way everybody came through for him, it was wonderful to see. Yeah, we we will end this episode actually with a voice message from him thanking everybody. But um, before we end, Maya, do you have anything to say about the Taylor Marie situation? I mean, like, I remember when I first saw it, I think I was going somewhere and I could not believe, like, that is what was happening to someone, like, in a pandemic. And my next one was, yo, like, how would Marie bounce back? Because, like, even before that, like, I had a conversation with Marie, like, not not too long ago about like his business and everything because I, I needed his help for something and the person was like bro like what the hell like this is like something unfortunate that's happening to good people and I even asked her like why do bad things happen to good people and I think everybody have asked themselves that question not even with the regular marriage but with the unfortunate thing that's happening in this world and especially happening during a pandemic so it was really, really nice to be like the collective support from like Twitter, like in Ghana Twitter, like I have never, ever, ever seen Twitter like really like this and do this hard for somebody online. Como, no, I don't know if you can. I've never like Ghana Twitter. Twitter. I don't know. Ghana, I think that Nigeria I Twitter will be the sad thing, but uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember Ghana. I think maybe there will be some. But I don't have. I don't have a collection. And it wasn't like Ghana Twitter that like I feel like other people still feel like almost the same. Like 
across board and it was so nice to see and you know i would I me mean, i'm i'm not a sports person but like i would just say like i'm so proud of us like Daniels and like how like even with everything that we all had like this year like was hard for everybody True. but the fact that he was able to pull through and he was able to i think he's almost done with everything in less than three months yeah yeah in less than three months it's amazing to see and all the businesses that pulled through for him like True. i know that's your quota towards corporate social responsibility but you had the decision you had to make the decision to like keep marie as your corporate social responsibility yeah it's so touching to see because you could easily have gone to the meet the world to like a village or something but you chose like this person and it's inspiring to see and i really hope that i'm not saying this always like pull through for like everybody but it's nice to see like people do something good for somebody who deserves it yeah 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 shout out to taylor marik um yeah, it was really nice to see. It was really nice to see. It was. It it could be anybody. You understand? I I think that everybody riding for Marie essentially speaks to his character as an individual. I know him personally, not that much. I know him, but I've had some interactions with him, and he seems like a stand-up guy. So yeah, shout out to Marie. Um, he's on Twitter. Attila Marie is it Attila Marie? I think his business is. Taylor Marie. Marie, yeah, that's his business. Yeah, so if you want after Chrissy no, Marie, Marie, yeah, at Chrissy Marie. So if you want like Kaftans and all of that, um, yeah, you can contact him. Also, you are going to contact him for ads, yeah, since you put him on blast, since you've plugged him out, my nigga, mm-hmm. they move to you, yeah, you go, go contact him for ads. So yeah, um, we've come to the end of the episode, it was a good one. Um, we are going to listen to Marik thanking everybody for coming to for him and getting his business back. Hi, this is Taylor Marik. Um, I know I tweet about this, but I won't take you to talk about it. We all know what happened to me in December. Um, and honestly. I didn't think I was going to get the kind of support I received. I mean, I knew I was going to get help, but I didn't think it was going to be this massive. And today, because of you, we have uh, a new shop. We literally have a new business. And most importantly, it's giving me back my life. So, once again, I want to say thank you to everyone. From people who posted and tweeted donation links, from people who continue to check up on me and the progress of the innovations, I am grateful, very, very grateful to my friends who broke up, who broke the story first, to Caroline, to for pushing it and making sure that we really got the help we needed. I am very, 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 very grateful. Very, very grateful. And um, the shop will continue to remind me of the greatness and the support that you guys showed towards me in probably the biggest tragedy of my life. So, once again, I am grateful. Very, very, very grateful. And I know I'm going to 
always talk about this because it was really and honestly overwhelming. God bless you all. Bless. Yeah, we'll catch you guys same time next week. It's Bye, I'm out. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com. Not to carry lies Manifest the God with the funny laugh Bad man tin till I retire Tell a low life make you reach higher Know they hear when they talk child No say my style make them hostile Up five nil before half time Tell a bench player make it bench I don't have time